Han Solo. I'm Captain of the Millennium Falcon. Chewie here tells me you're looking for passage to the Alderaan system. Yes, indeed. If it's a fast ship. Fast ship? You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's the ship that made the Kessel run in less than 12 parsecs. You're listening to Rodian Radio. I'm your host, Chase. Join me each week as I bring in special guests and deep dive, debate, talk all things Star Wars. New episodes will be dropped weekly. Sit back, enjoy, as we talk our way through the wars. Disclaimer, all in anything related to Star Wars besides fan art, fan content, or anything fan related is owned only by Lucasfilm slash Disney and Rodian Radio Podcast is in no way affiliated or in a partnership sponsored by Lucasfilm or Disney. This is just a podcast of Star Wars commentary, Star Wars talk, Star Wars news, Star Wars updates, and anything Star Wars. Hope you enjoy. Sit back as we go across the galaxy. And remember, may the Force be with you. Hello everyone and welcome back to Rodian Radio. Today is a special show. Um, today this show is dedicated to none other than the one and only Harrison Ford. Happy birthday Harrison Ford. This show is recorded on July 13th, 2021. Uh, it is Harrison Ford's birthday so we want to wish him a happy birthday here on Rodian Radio. And we're going to do this show about Han Solo. Now let's get into it Han Solo everybody knows Han Solo but starting out Han Solo was born on the planet Corellia around 32 BBY which is before the Battle of Yavin so if I'm not mistaken he was born during the Clone Wars now Han we don't know much about his mother or at least I don't but his father worked as uh, worked in an engineering shipyard building YT-1300 light freighters, which is basically what the Millennium Falcon is. Those types of ships are the YT-1300 light freighters. Now Han was never close to his father, and when he became older, his father abandoned Han. And so Han and Kira, as we see in Solo, a Star Wars series, I'm sorry, Solo, a Star Wars story. We see Han and Kira, and they worked as basically pickpockets for the gang called White Worms. Uh, now, they they failed on a mission, and we see this in the, the Solo movie. They failed their mission, and Han bargained, tried to bargain with uh, Lady Proximita, or however you say her name, and it didn't go so good, so it, it resulted in them being hunted down by the White Worms, and eventually by the Imperials uh, at the same moment on Corellia. Now, Han was about 18 years old during this time, so they, 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 they're they being chased, they end up at an Imperial base where him and where Han and Kira get separated, and but before that, yeah, but they get separated, and so in order to move forward, Han is required to 
give so say credentials to the imperial officers there letting people through the the gates now he doesn't have any credentials that we know of or at least that i know of and my memory on solo the movie is not up to date i've not watched it in a few few minutes but uh he uh he he the the imperial officer asks for his name and he says i don't have one it's just han so that's how he gets the name han solo the imperial officer gives him the name solo for a last name <clears throat> now moving on later we see han end up in on the planet Mimbun, and that's where he meets tobias beckett tobias beckett is the man who gave Han his blaster, the iconic blaster of Han Solo. Now, we go on later, and but before that, Tobias Beckett didn't want to take Han along with him on their, on their ride. And even though Tobias Beckett wasn't really an Imperial, he was just staging to be one to get what he wanted. Now, Han is later thrown into a prison cell to be executed by this beast that we don't know what or who or anything it is but as we see the beast come out from the darkness we see that it is none other than our friendly Wookiee Chewbacca now Chewbacca was supposed to kill Han but Han spoke a little bit of Wookiee forming a relationship between him and Chewie and that started their friendship and later we we go on they go back to Tobias Beckett they go on and do their mission and they fail due to Infus Nest, who was another uh, syndicate or such, you know, of uh, mercenaries or, you know, something like that, abandoned misfits or whatever, who are after Coaxium, which is the same thing that Han and Tobias Beckett and Chewie and all of them are after also. But, unfortunately, neither side ends up with it. And so this results in Tobias Beckett losing two of his members so it's just him, Han, and Chewie. And they make their way to Crimson Dawn, which the leader of Crimson Dawn is Dryden Voss. Now, Dryden Voss is the one that hired Tobias Beckett to retrieve the Coaxium. And in them failing that mission, they Han says they can get more. There's another way. So Tobias Beckett, Chewbacca, Han Solo, and Kira all make their way to another mining facility owned by the Pikes who do coaxium mining now we see here that they make it to uh, Lando and we're introduced by Lando and that's how Han and Lando first met was during a card game for a ship or a pilot or something like that and so they end up playing and Lando is finally offers to give them a ride or, or he's more of uh, persuaded by Tobias Beckett to give a ride now we get to the planet that the coaxium is being mined on uh, Kessel which is owned by the Pikes and we we all know the story if you've seen Solo we all know the story of them going through the facility staging a, a fake scenario where Chewbacca is their prisoner and basically they end up you know their mission goes sideways there for a minute they they finally make it out to the the landing platform 
when a lot goes wrong but they got the coaxium and they're being chased by the pox and there's so much going on Chewbacca saves his species of Wookiees uh, slaves and so they make it aboard the Millennium Falcon they're trying to get out but here we are in the Kessel Run now this is the famous you know everybody knows the Millennium Falcon Han Solo made the Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs and we all see this demonstrated very well in my, very well done in my opinion um, in Solo, a Star Wars story. Now we now we get out of the Kessel Run, we move on, um, and we 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 move on to they they make it to where they're going. They've got the coaxium. They park the ship. It's beat up. It's a piece of junk. And they make it off the ship. And Lando turns around and flies off with nobody on the ship but himself. So that leaves Han, Tobias Beckett, Kira, and Chewie alone to make this deal with Infus Nest or Crimson Dawn. You know, they all come around with each other. Infus Nest turns out to be good guys. And so they, they, they all team up to take down Crimson Dawn. We all know how that goes. Dryden Voss is, is killed. Kira is in contact with Darth Maul. And we see Han, uh, we see that Tobias Beckett is, escapes from the ship, and we see that Han and Chewie uh, get separated. We know that Tobias Beckett took Chewie basically as a hostage to help him carry the coaxium for himself. We see Han finally make it back to Chewie. Then we see Han end up killing Tobias Beckett. And before he dies, he tells him, about you know this this job that they have for this big gangster now it's never confirmed in solo a star wars story but i'm led to believe that that is job of the hut so years after han and chewie you know after solo years after uh han and well i wouldn't say years but you know a, s a certain point of time passes and we know that han and chewie end up working for Jabba. Now they worked for Jabba as smugglers for years and Solo actually became the top smuggler for Jabba. Uh, you know, and, and we get to A New Hope where uh, we get to A New Hope where, you know, something went down. Solo owes Jabba a lot of money. Now, they, Han and, and Solo went on many smuggling trips and they've had some failed missions they had some successful missions and if I'm not mistaken they they failed a mission and they they kinda did Jabba dirty in a sense and Jabba wants payback that's why he sends Greedo after Solo and uh, you know we we see what happens with Greedo we see what happens with Han you know and the Greedo and the whole controversy of who shot first and then we get into uh, you know that's a new hope then we go to Empire Strikes Back we see that Han's developed as a rebellion alliance general commander what have you and then by the end of that movie he's in Carbonite and he ends up back in Jabba's palace in Return of the Jedi we see him and we see what happens to him you know Leia rescues him we see Boba um, you know meet his end due to Han Solo 
and then we get into uh, the Battle of Endor. They win the Battle of Endor. You know, Han Solo is recognized as this big rebellion general, a big hero, and you know the the galaxy's at peace, and everything's going good. But the Empire's still lingering around. Now we'll get into what happens after Return of the Jedi after this short break. So let's wrap this up here with Han Solo. So after Return of the Jedi, after the Battle of Endor, Han is held as this big hero, and him and Chewie go to Maz Kanata's castle on the planet Takodana. Now this starts the, the relationship with Maz Kanata and Han Solo and Chewbacca, if I'm not mistaken. Now we see that months after the Return of Jedi is when they go. And they went to Maz for an Imperial situation and the Imperials knew this and so the Imperials started chasing Han and Chewbacca and when they arrived Han was actually saved by none other than Inferno Squad which if you ever played Star Wars Battlefront 2 you know exactly who Inferno Squad is so years after that we see that Han and Leia you know they're they're having a kid and none other than Ben Solo and we all know the story of Ben Solo and Kylo. And so we see that after they had their son, him and Leia, Han and Leia, took some time apart from each other. And they go back to Maz Kanata's castle. But before they split, they go back to Maz Kanata's castle. And this is where uh, Chewie was not with Han at this moment. And this is where Han lost the Millennium Falcon with his partner that he was with. His partner stole the Millennium Falcon from Han while they were at Maz Kanata's castle. That's got to make anyone, especially Han Solo, pretty upset. So then we see him get back together with Chewbacca and they go on other adventures and they went back to doing, you know, smuggling or whatever. And then they finally ended up finding the Falcon back in The Force Awakens. We see that happen. And then we all know, you know, the, that uh, during the Battle of Jakku, many may not know this, but during the Battle of Jakku, Leia was actually with Kylo, but he was not born at the time. So that tells you that the Battle of Jakku is basically as old as 
Kylo Ren when we see him in The Force Awakens. And so, you know, we all know what happens with The Force Awakens. We see Han finally confront Ben Solo, and Han Solo meets his end. Now, personally, you know, I get it. I get why Disney did it. I get why Lucasfilm did it. And even Harrison Ford himself didn't want to be in uh, included anymore from what I've heard. But it is Han Solo. It is the death of a character. And just to see Chewie upset like that, losing his best friend, that's got to make anybody upset. So I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast and this little short story of Han Solo and his background. You can find us on Instagram at Rodian Radio Podcast. And you can find my personal Instagram at Skywalker Photography. That's Skywalker, S-K-Y-W-L-K-R underscore photography. You can send us emails at RodianRadioPC.com. And until next time, may the Force be with you here on Rodian Radio. And remember... It's not wise to upset a Wookiee.